I'm so good. Um, I briefly want to talk about how we know each other. Heckman and I met in high school, freshman year, and we have kept in contact. I'm really excited for you to be on this. And maybe if you can just give like a short little background on yourself and just kind of what your personal experience is within Palestine. Well, first and foremost, I want to say thank you so much for giving me a platform, any platform, whether it's small or big, it's awesome. I get to speak my mind and I highly encourage you to get another perspective on the other side, just so it doesn't seem biased because I am a Palestinian American. Mm -hmm. So um, yes, high school was awesome. Please don't remind me of any of those days though. So (laughs) I definitely don't want to talk. I know, right? We don't have to. (laughs) I would like my mom to listen to this podcast. It is not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> my high school days. So yes, um, I grew up here. My parents are from Palestine, born and raised. Uh, my great grandparents are from Palestine. We all are 100% Palestinian. So me being a Palestinian, I do go visit. It is a difficult road. I have to fly into Jordan and take these buses from Jordan to Palestine. Mm-hmm. Because being born in America, I still have, my parents are still from Palestine. So I get give, given this green card that says that my parents are from Palestine and that I have Palestinian roots, meaning I cannot fly into my own country. Palestinians mm-hmm. are unable to fly into their own country. They have to fly into Jordan or surrounding countries and go through the border. If you are Israeli, you are able to fly into Tel Aviv with no problem. You can use your American passport or anybody who is not identified as a Palestinian. Um, mm-hmm. This might bring back memories of the Holocaust and the yellow stars that were used on Jewish people's jackets or coats mm-hmm. to differentiate them from the rest. So um, since I was young going there, I've had a lot of issues just getting to my country. Mm-hmm. So that alone already showed me that, wow, I feel like I need to go through TSA times 100 to go visit my grandma, right? Mm -hmm. So flying into Jordan, taking the border, the border is insane. They leave you in the buses for a few hours. They take your luggage, they look through it, they ransack it, they might steal it, they might not steal it, they might um, switch it into different buses so you can have issues with your um, luggage being misplaced. And you know, we, we come from the US where we're bringing electronics, we're bringing Um, clothing for those that are less fortunate back home, right? Mm -hmm. So, and that's just the process of getting there. Once you get there, you have to drive to your destination, correct? Mm -hmm. Driving to my destination, which is a small village called Ramun in Palestine, it usually takes about 20 minutes, right? But because of all of the illegal checkpoints that are put up by the Israeli Defense Forces and the Israeli government, it takes a 20 minute trip now becomes an hour trip. And that's if they decide that day they wanna open it or not. Sometimes they won't open it and you're stuck in that one city for a few days until they decide to reopen it. Israeli towers are set up all over, uh, illegal Israeli towers, excuse me, are set up across Palestinian territories is what we're gonna call it because they don't recognize us as a state, correct? And they're watching. They're watching where you're going. They're watching who you're with. They're watching when you got there, when you didn't got there, kind of like a big brother situation, right? Mm -hmm. So if you reach for your pockets, if you, you know, do something that they feel is a little bit, how how could I say it? It's a little bit. Maybe not like intimidating, but like. Kind of intimidating, but 
but yeah, yeah, I guess intimidating or they feel like they're, they're or they like, feel intimidated and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Then you will get shot. Mm-hmm. Whether you're an American born with a U.S. passport, whether you're traveling from any other country that is not just the Palestinians that have to face that. And mm-hmm. I highly urge everybody here to go, everyone listening, excuse me, to go and witness it for yourself. Because mm-hmm. I can sit here and I can talk about how, oh, Palestinians this and Palestinians that, and they have to go through this and they have to go through that. But then again, I am Palestinian. So it's biased, mm-hmm. correct? So I encourage you guys to go visit yourself. And I'm not saying go visit Israel, right? Because you're going to go visit Israel and be like, wow, the beaches. Wow. We have these hotels and we have all these, oh my gosh, it's so safe here. And it's so, no, I'm talking about outside of the walls that they built to separate the Palestinian land and the Israeli land. Mm -hmm. Go there, go to Palestine where Israelis are throwing their garbage over the wall into our section, which shouldn't even be sectioned out, right? We should all be living together. You know, back in the day, we used to live side by side before the Israeli takeover. It was 75% Muslim, you had 20% Christians, and you had 5% Jews. And we were fine. You know, then World War One happened, the Ottoman Empire was defeated, you know, Britain took control of Palestine, um, which is essentially a, a strip of land between the Jordan River and the Mediterranean Sea. That, that's what it is. We all lived there, it was fine. We had no issues. You know, the 1920s, 1940s happened. Uh, we had the Jews that fled to Palestine, escaped persecution from the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Um, when that happened, we welcomed everyone with open arms. We are number one to, to know about discrimination and racism and, you know, being not having a place to go, being displaced. We had conflicts that arose between, arise, excuse me, between the Arabs, the Jews and, and Britain. Britain, where did you come from? Can I ask you that? Where did you come from? Okay, we get it. You, you took control of us, that's fine. But wh- why is there conflicts between us? There was issues. Obviously, Britain was backing up the Jewish people um, mm-hmm. because they believe with the backing of the US and the United Nations that they need to split the Jews and the Arabs and give the Jewish people a land to live on. Mm-hmm. That's fine. What makes it okay, though, to, to come into this land and take it? Why don't you take New Jersey? Why don't you give them that? Why don't you give them a section in Europe, right? We had the form of Zionism, the belief that Jew, like there should be a Jewish state with only Jews living on it, correct? Mm-hmm. And in Zionists, there's such a small percentage of Zionists, and they, that's what they want. And they formed in Europe from being discriminated against with the Christians, in Europe, we had nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. We had nothing to do with that. So, so you guys face the discrimination in Europe, right? Yeah. So Zionism is the belief that Jews should have a, a state of only Jews mm-hmm. and, and they trace it back to the Torah, right? The Torah mm-hmm. is just like the, the Bible, just like the Quran, it's for the Jewish religion, mm-hmm. but Orthodox Jews and, and I want to say real Jews, just because real Jews are the Jews who follow the Torah, correct? They're the ones that are saying that in the Torah, if you really are going to trace it back to that, Jews need to be spread across Europe, across the US, across Africa, across Asia. They have to be spread so they can spread the word of Judaism. This Mm -hmm. new form of Zionism is man-made, you know? That's what's differentiating the quote-unquote real Jews from the Zionists. 
So mm-hmm. people are, they're mistaking us Arabs slash Muslims or anybody who is pro-Palestinian as anti-Semites, right? Mm-hmm. That's not what we're about. We're not about hating Jews because right now that's what we're going, that, that's what's happening to us is that us as Palestinians, we're being ethnically cleansed from a country. So why, why are we, that just defeats the purpose of our message. Mm-hmm. We are anti-Zionism. You know, we, we are anti-Zionists, the people that are coming into our land that was stolen from us and given to the people. So the U.S. and the U.N. decided on giving this piece of land that belonged to us Palestinians for centuries to, to the Jewish people because they felt regret of the Holocaust that happened and that they turned a blind eye to the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me it is okay for them aka the, the the Israelis, the US, the UN, to do the same to Palestinians that the Nazis did to the Jews. Mm-hmm. That's is that what you're saying? That's exactly what's going on. So right. so we have we have that. And then sorry if I'm going off track because I, I talk about it and then I, it just gets so passionate and then I start jumping from here to there. So just keep me on your track. Yeah. <laughs> Don't so, worry. So then we as Palestinians, we are trying so hard to get like our organizers and everybody around the world who's who's trying to speak for our cause. We've worked hard on bringing this issue to light and to, you know, Western media and all this stuff for you to turn around and call us anti-Semitic. Like, no, don't change the narrative. You know, I could come say anyone who's pro-Israeli is Islamophobic, mm-hmm. right? But you don't hear that in the media. Right. All you hear is, oh my gosh, Bella Hadid, Gigi Hadid, we have Dua Lipa, the people who stood for Palestine. Don't stand for Palestine, okay? Stand for basic human rights for anybody with the heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So, like, we don't need to label this person an American or this person a Palestinian or this person an Israeli. We don't need to label them that to treat them with basic human rights. Mm-hmm. So these people aren't looking at it as, hey, I'm, I'm going to support Palestine, which means, you know, I'm, I'm anti-Israeli or anti-Semitic or, or whatever the case is. No. What's wrong with mm-hmm. them being able to, to see the issue and, and, and side with something that's, you know, side with injustice? Mm-hmm. Just out of curiosity, because I mean, you see, you see a lot as far as like, you know, when we had the Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. it, it, people came back with All Lives Matter. When it came yeah. to like police brutality, people came back with Blue Lives Matter. Like, and so now, why? I mean, I, I kind of have like a general sense of like, obviously, like trying to change the narrative. But why do you think just because people are pro Palestine, people turn somehow turn that into anti Semitism? I, I, it's the media. Mm-hmm. So, like, people who don't, you yourself, you you said that, you know, a lot of our followers or a lot of our listeners aren't really aware about the situation that's going on Palestine, in Palestine, mm-hmm. Palestine correct? Yeah. Yeah, if this has been going on for 70 to 100 years, mm-hmm. wh- why is it that people are still in the dark about it? Because, right. is it because they're turning a blind eye to it? Or, and they really do know deep down inside? Or is it because they have no idea because it's not being taught well in school? Right. Or because the media is censoring what's really going on mm-hmm. we have and all i think these- i i don't huh? think we ever learned about the israel and palestine conflict in we, high school a people, or a lot of people say that but yes we did but really? it was very very short and and i yeah. remember as a palestinian i'm sitting there and i'm like oh, looking down at my book like oh i hope they don't ask me to speak about it oh i hope they mm-hmm. don't why because i'm 
first of all, I'm young and I don't want to speak about something that's going to go against what's going on in the book, right? right. The book is, is pro-Israeli. How yeah. American made, how am I going to sit here and be like, Hey, well, this is going on. They're going to be like, well, the book says this. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even going to bother. So I remember that, but yes, 10th grade history, it is taught and yeah, it's not, it's very brief and it's very yeah. one-sided and that's yeah. the issue. This, this whole issue is one-sided. And, right. and that's an, another issue that we'll, we'll go on, you know, we'll go about, but yeah, yeah. So, so the media here, recently what's going on in Sheikh Jarrah, that's, that's the main thing that's going on right now that we brought up light to this issue. We were split, right? We had the mm-hmm. Gaza Strip and we have the West Bank. That belongs to, quote, unquote, the Palestinian territories, right? So that's our land, don't touch it. Israel, the Israelis were given the and I'm going to say it, the better land, and we're built a wall around it. Okay, we have no choice. We don't agree with it, but we have no choice. If we want to survive, if we want to live, we're going to have to do what we have to do. So we're there. Why are you building illegal settlements and checkpoints in our land if this is our land? Mm -hmm. Why is it that I'm in a Palestinian-owned city, but I'm seeing tanks, and IDF soldiers and all these things going on and, and people, settlers, Jewish settlers coming into the city of Sheikh Jarrah and evicting people, evicting them from their homes. Why, why is that okay? Right. And that's like me coming over to your house right now, <laughs> right now and saying, hey, you know what? I want this house, get out. Mm-hmm. And the, the Israeli government and the IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces and police are encouraging it. They're saying, you know what, as we have to keep this Jewish state going, we have to keep it strong, go get your houses. Mm-hmm. And they're backed up by them. So us, we're unable to bear arms, we're unable to have a military group, we're unable to have literally anything to defend ourselves except rocks mm-hmm. and sticks and whatever we found, find on the ground. And that's why they call us rock throwers. So this kid and majority of kids that live in, living in Gaza, like, we have over 50% of Gaza being kids under 18. And we have 2 million people that live in Gaza alone. Mm -hmm. So these kids that are defending themselves with sticks and stones, why are they being jailed Mm -hmm. for throwing a rock at a tank when you're coming into their homes, trying to take over their house and all these refugee camps were living in tents. Right. Why would anybody with half a brain settle for that? I, if I'm sitting in my house and somebody comes to my door and it sounds so absurd, right? You're like thinking like, huh, yeah, imagine Hekma tries to come to my house and take over my house. Yeah, right, okay, I'll totally kick her ass, <laughs> right? Or you won't stand for it. What do yeah. you mean? I've lived in this house. My grandparents lived in this house. My great grandparents, like back home, obviously not here. Right. Bought our house in 2008. Um, so you have them coming in, taking your home. I'm not gonna set, settle for that. No, get mm-hmm. out, right. get out. Why are you yelling at us? Oh, why are you reaching for your for your pockets, why are you, what guns? Are we reaching for our guns? What guns, where are we getting our guns from? Mm-hmm. We, we're not allowed to, to leave, we're not allowed, no one's allowed to come in, in, in Gaza. And that's why mm-hmm. they have Hamas. You think Hamas is just a terrorist organization? It's not a terrorist organization, it's a militant group. It's a man-made mm-hmm. militant group to defend their, their land. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but narrative was switched again through social media, through Western media, hey, Hamas, this terrorist group who is now joined by Bella Hadid and Gigi Hadid, like uh, the leaders of Hamas. What? <laughs> no. 
Yeah. You're going to fire rockets into our city. Guess what? We're going to make these cheap ass rockets and fire them back. But guess what, Rachel? The Iron Dome that was gifted by the U.S., it intercepts missiles thrown from anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So if I'm firing in my cheap homemade rockets and one gets by, maybe, okay, one gets by and you're firing these rockets and they're killing all these children. Right. And I think, I think that's a huge question too. So I want to make sure I get the number right. But I mean, just recently, so Biden had approved over $735 million in arms sales to Israel. So I think also, obviously, each country has their own allies. And I know that the US has their own part in what's going on Mm -hmm. in Israel and Palestine. But I think the big question is like why like what like obviously we have our ally but exactly why are these decisions being made and why are they kind of not maybe not necessarily being kept secret but you don't see biden coming out and like being happy and like wanting to tell people that this is going on because i think clearly they know that this isn't okay absolutely anybody with like i said half a brain knows this is not okay Mm -hmm. why the u.s are allies with israel like to the core, people don't know. Mm-hmm. Anybody who sits there and says, well, wait, why are we aiding Israel $3 billion a year? Mm-hmm. Why are we training their armed forces? Why are mm-hmm. we sending our US troops to Israel to, to, to train them and to, to pay for their weapons? Mm-hmm. Like I said, the UN and the US wanted to give them their land. Mm-hmm. They wanted to they felt bad for turning a blind eye during the Holocaust. That's what they're saying. But deep down, no one knows. Palestinians are confused. They're mm-hmm. like, why? Why Why are you guys giving them? Right now, we see, you and I see what's going on in Palestine. We see the illegal settlements in Sheikh Jarrah. Mm-hmm. Why did the State Department just grant Boeing $735 million in bombs to Israel? When we have mm-hmm. no bombs, we have no guns, we have no military group. But why did the U.S. invade Iraq? Why are they in Syria? Why, why are they in Lebanon? Why? We don't know. They say it's to, for our protection and they are trying to aid Israel and, and, and make sure they're protected. But guess what? We're American taxpayers, right? Our tax dollars, $3 billion worth are going there a year. I know that this is like not so much off topic, but I, you know, I've seen the argument a lot of like your, your government doesn't want to play for healthcare. They don't want to pay for childcare. They don't want to pay for things that that actually benefit the American people, but they're willing to use tax dollars to kind of, and from an outsider's perspective, looking in someone who isn't like extremely familiar with the conflict, like it looks very much so that the United States wants to continue the conflict but like have their hands clean of it like they're not the ones physically carrying it out which is very concerning and I think any again like what you're saying just any person who has any type of morals or values you would you should be questioning that as Mm -hmm. especially as someone who is paying taxes and so you almost feel a little bit like I mean I feel guilty like I feel like you almost like have a part in it and it's something that you have no control over and, and that's the problem because why, why are people now outraged? Why are the, why is the U S like Americans outraged? Because mm-hmm. now they know their money is going to it. Right. And it's exactly. funding it. So why does Israel have universal health care using our tax dollars? When our ho- we have homeless people, we don't have universal health care. Our, our issue, what U S what do you want with the middle East other than the mm-hmm. resources? 
Right. Do you want, do you know, do you want someone there to ally with because it's in the Middle East and you want mm-hmm. eyes on the Middle East? Mm-hmm. Why are you supporting ethnic cleansing and genocide? Right. That's exactly what it is. And, and people now are, uh, oh my gosh, our tax, our tax dollars, we have this and we have that. And, and they, they have this and we don't have that. Yeah. Good morning. Mm-hmm. It's been going on for years now that our tax dollars have been, have been aiding them. So now people are getting outraged and they're reading more about it. And, and the only way we broke through and we're able to tell our story is through social media, mm-hmm. social media, not, I'm not talking about the news where it's censored or where anything, you know, is, is going through and the narrative is being switched up. I'm talking about my personal Facebook, my TikTok, my, and some people would have never known if you're not into politics and reading about all this stuff, you would have never known. You mm-hmm. probably saw a TikTok video and you're like, Hey, is this true? Did some research and like, oh, OMG, that is true. Right. You know, so that's, and, and by the way, just to let everyone know that our videos that are t- telling our stories or actual videos that people in Palestine, you think they don't have TikToks? Do you think they don't have Instagrams? They do. And that's how their videos are getting across to us. And us reposting them is going to help them and, and at least right. get people educated on the subject. But if right. they're being censored and taken down by Facebook and Instagram, what, why? Mm-hmm. And why? I know that was, that was one of our questions from one of our listeners. She had asked specifically, this is her comment verbatim. She said, I'm not sure how to help. I've seen the donation places, which is great. And I do donate, but what is the, what is a real and impactful way to create actual permanent change for the Palestinian people? And mm-hmm. yeah, we can kind of break up her question, but I think that's valid. I think also it's with anything as far as like donations go even like in the U.S. and any country I feel like you should always be very mindful and like look into exactly where you're donating to so you want to make sure that you're donating to a credible source and it's Mm -hmm. actually going to Palestine but yeah I mean kind of just like in your perspective what are like actual ways that we can help and even if you're in the United States personally I you know donating money a lot of everything being sent into Palestine is going to Israel first, because like I said, we don't have a FedEx. We don't have mail service. We don't have, we have to go pick it up from them if being sent anything. And if they feel like giving us anything so that yes, it can help. There's um, a lot of my friends, actually one of my friends, just their extended family passed away. 23 of them, Mm -hmm. 23 of them in one home were bombed and they all passed away except an 11 year old kid. Now I personally know that they're taking donations, you know, for that kid. Mm -hmm. So that's something I could be like, okay, yeah, go. But these major, you know, major charities and all that, I I personally don't know if they're getting back there. And it doesn't seem like they are because we've been donating for so long. Mm -hmm. And my dad just switched over to sending money to families he personally knows to help them out, just to put food in their mouth. You know, Israel Mm -hmm. controls uh, the electricity there. Gaza has literally the highest percentage of unemployment so sending money to a family you know is in need or buying, you know, we go there. So we buy food, we do all this stuff that can help. But our number one thing to help is to stop calling it the Israeli and Palestinian conflict. Mm-hmm. It's a loaded term. It implies mm-hmm. that the fight is between two equal sides. It's not, it's one-sided. Israel has the weapons. They have the backing of a Western government, the mainstream media supporting them um, and repeating their lies. And then the other side is the Palestinians whose land was taken, who've been brutalized regular, who've been brutalized regularly and are not giving a fair platform to say what they, you know, what they have to say in their story. 
So it, that, that definitely doesn't sound equal to me. That's one mm -hmm. thing that we have to differentiate between. It's not complex. There's no, you know, oh, between this and that. No, one is the occupier and one is the one being occupied. Mm -hmm. That's up to you to see which one is which. And that's why I highly encourage you to bring somebody from another perspective, maybe someone who's pro-Israeli or someone who's actually Israeli and, and has, you know, has been there and can say, hey, yeah, while I was sitting at the Movenpec Hotel drinking my margarita, I saw, you know, an airstrike from Gaza. But guess what? It didn't hit us because it, it went, didn't go through the Iron Dome. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can do that. You know, I highly mm -hmm. encourage it. But that's one. And to just share and educate people. Mm -hmm. it, it, people right now are, they're scared. They, they see 1,000 posts about Palestinians being brutalized and discriminated against and, and being ethnically cleansed. And they're like, oh my gosh, they'll reshare re it and repost it, right? But then the one Israeli video that they see on the news about, oh, 12 people dead in Israel, Hamas terrorist group uh, sending rockets and da-da-da-da and, and starting war. And they're like, wait, wait a minute. Did I just support terrorists? Did I just do this? Did I just do that? No, research, do your research. And, and don't be afraid to go against people who are pro-Israeli and tell them, hey, by the way, you know, your people are one, two, three. They're ethnically cleansing. And, and there's a genocide going on in your country and you guys are okay with that? Mm -hmm. They won't have answers. Right. They won't. Ask them, why are you doing these settlements? Oh, well, we need to do a Jewish state. Well, why are you here? Why here? Oh, well, it's a holy city. Yeah, so it is, it is for us as well. We have an Aqsa mm -hmm. mosque there that was under attack during our holy month mm -hmm. while we're praying. Why? Let them be. You can't cry wolf if you're the one that's, that's going after these people and then getting scared and crying out for help to the US and to, to social media and all this stuff when when they're fighting back. Mm -hmm. we, need, we need a voice. We need a voice, not just a Palestinian voice. We need an American voice. We need a European voice. We need an Asian voice. Like we need them to speak up for us and, and tell the US, hey, why are you backing them up? Why are we backing them up? Because me, myself, I'm paying my taxes to kill my own people. Do I stop paying taxes? No, that's only going to hurt me, right? Mm -hmm. Well, one question I have is to stray away from calling it the conflict between Israel and Palestine. What is a better way to describe it or to word it? I mean, I know obviously like Palestinian genocide, what, mm -hmm. yeah, kind of like from your, what would you rather people call it? it? Call it the occupation of Palestine. Okay. Or the Palestinian genocide. Call it as it mm -hmm. is. You know, right. like just in the last few weeks, we had two, over 250 people in Palestine killed, mm -hmm. over 2,000 wounded, and, and most of them were kids. And, and yes, Israel, 12 people died. Okay, mm -hmm. yes, that's, that doesn't mean, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that that's, that's terrible because these are all innocent civilians mm -hmm. from both sides. So not only are you putting your people in jeopardy because they will fight back and they've been fighting back, but we know... There's no way in hell that we're going to be able to come, how am I going to say this, come close to even having what Israel has, especially if they're backed by everybody else. Right. Do you feel like, because I think something that like I've kind of noticed a lot and especially with the toxicity or animosity is not the right word, but um, tension. Kind of, yeah. I mean, just like the tension within like Congress and Senate, like as far as the U.S. goes, I mean, Biden right now kind of has 
he has that top hand, like he's able to make those decisions. But do you feel like our own congresswomen, congresswomen and congressmen are making, or at least trying to make change with it? I know AOC has been very like vocal on the, con- on, you know, on the issue, but do you feel like that's something that maybe people can do is like try to contact their absolutely. representatives? Or- absolutely. Yes. It's, oh, it, it doesn't hurt. But anyone who knows, who knows about the conflict going on for so long will know that to be in the U.S. Congress and to be even elected as president. Come on. We all knew Bernie. Bernie would have been a fantastic president, right? But because he didn't back Israel, he didn't even make it. Right. One step. Everyone knew, oh, he's, you know, pro-Palestinian. Yeah, no, definitely not. Every leader we've ever had had to be pro-Israeli. Mm-hmm. 100%. So yes, we can, we definitely can go out there and, and sign these petitions and talk about it and go on social media and, and call out the U.S. for their B, you know, their BS, call out the U.S. Mm-hmm. for their BS. That's, that's all you can do. Do we, in ho- like in hopes that our signatures are making a difference. I can share with you a few petitions and, and things like that, that are being sent to Congress and are being sent to the Senate. And mm-hmm. hopefully we'll make a difference. You never know. Maybe they'll get there. They'll shred them right away. Cause we right. haven't seen change since we've been signing these things. Yeah. So, and I think some, like a very common thread that like, with anything that the U.S. or when I say U.S. I mean like our president and like kind of just kind of what the U.S. has like the foundation that it's built. I feel like even U.S. citizens when they speak out about speak out against our U.S. government it's really just them silencing everyone and like kind of not wanting to hear it and I feel like that might even be that might play a really big part in like people not being extremely familiar with what's going on and like you know I've fallen victim of a lot of things not so much being out of sight out of mind but like things have been very watered down and like even like you know when it comes to obviously mainstream media and it comes to like learning those things in school and them being very brief and like, you know, only seeing one side and it being extremely biased as far as the U S perspective, I think that it really does play a really big part. So I think everyone's responsibility is really just doing their own research and making sure that they're knowledgeable on the topic. Cause I know I need to do that. And I think even just having you on here, it it sheds a whole new light on Mm -hmm. just how serious and how long this has been going on for. Absolutely. You definitely have to go out and and research things that are maybe just the other day, the attacks that were happening in the West Bank and in Gaza were censored. Mm -hmm. Al Jazeera, the American Al Jazeera that's filmed there was taken offline by the U.S., we couldn't even see what was going on back there. All the communication systems were down. We couldn't reach our families back home to see if they're okay or not. Mm-hmm. So yes, not only are they being silenced into showing us what's going on, we're being silenced into fighting back. Me alone, participating in these protests and participating in you know, uh, these groups, SJP and, and these Palestinian youth movements and all this stuff, I am possibly gonna be blacklisted on the Israeli no-flight list, right? Mm-hmm. So meaning when I go back home, I will be under investigation. I will be have it, I will have issues getting into my own country. I will have a stamp on my passport with a Hawiya, which is that green card I was telling you about number. Um, mm-hmm. Meaning me, if I go there and I want to go pray at the mosque, which is now taken over by, the, by Israel, I need a visa, mm-hmm. right? That visa will never get accepted. And they'll give you whatever reason 
to for it to not get accepted. So I'll never be able to visit my own holy site. So that alone is just it's outrageous. I it's like me blocking someone from going to their church because it's on a different street. What? No, that's that's not right. Imagine that in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Right? Why, why why is that okay? Why could you sit there and say, "Oh man, did you see Israel get bombed? Oh, did you see the twelve people that died?" and and make that very known in in the media. But wh- why aren't you talking about the kids that are dying in Gaza and why they they did the airstrikes first? Why did you come and do the settlements? bomb Gaza and then when we shot back our little crap bullets and our little crap airstrikes it became national television broadcasting and and here you go here's here's our side of the story and as an American you have to follow us mm-hmm. right why is Donald Trump in 2020 signing agreements on our behalf why are is he gifting Israel, the capital of Jerusalem. I'm sorry, why are they gifting Jerusalem as the capital of Israel when it's supposed to be both of ours? Right. Right? Like, no, that, that, that makes no sense. That's like me. That's like me coming to your house and gifting my sister your Louis bag. Not in right. comparison that Jerusalem and your Louis, but the fact that it's, it's yeah. not mine to give and it's not hers to get. Right. So it's just, it's just insane. And yeah, uh, yeah we, and we. I feel like I, I feel like I already know this answer. I think it. Uh, I think just immigration in the United States already is very difficult, and it's a very sensitive subject. Do you feel maybe? Do you feel like Palestinians within the United States are being supported? And I kind of want to hear like a little bit about yours and your families. Like I know, I know you personally, but. I kind of want to hear about your experience within the United States as someone who has deep roots in Palestine. Yeah. So, so my family, my mom and dad came to the U S I think the second Intifada. So it's, it's been like maybe 30 years since my parents Mm -hmm. migrated here. They didn't face a lot of back then. It wasn't an issue, right? Mm -hmm. People now are unable to flee from Gaza. So no one's coming here. If they came here, they came here a long time ago where they didn't really face a lot of immigration, hate and all that stuff. Um, it was It's more Islamophobia that they mm-hmm. face versus the whole immigration because most of us are here legally, right? Mm-hmm. So they're not going to say, oh my gosh, all these Palestinians are fleeing here and they're coming here. No, if they fled, they fled already. Everyone mm-hmm. out there is trapped. There's no fleeing. There's no way they can get out of there. So that it's more of the Islamophobia, especially post 9-11. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, People will look at someone who's Sikh, right? And they're wearing a turban. They're not even Muslim. And will look at them and be like, oh, you, you know, go off on them about being a, not even a Muslim, just being from the Middle East or being from that territory because of, like I said, what they see in the media about mm-hmm. us being terrorists and about us being, you know, the ones that are, are very oppressive to our women and all this stuff. And they don't want that in their country, right? Because mm-hmm. they want freedom of speech and rights to bear arm and rights to do all this stuff that they're not allowing us to have in back home in our country. So my parents coming here, it wasn't as difficult as it is now how we see immigration, mm-hmm. but definitely how, you know, Islamophobia more. Mm-hmm. If, if that answers your question, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. I feel like, honestly, I, I think the whole, like my frustration, I think from all of this is, obviously the issue is not being 
conveyed in mm-hmm. with respect like it's not you know it's not being they're not giving Palestinians justice right now and mm-hmm. I think also I don't know I get kind of I don't want to say nervous but like I it's it's hard to to speak out about or speak against the United States because these are things that are for whatever reason so like cherished by the United States like their integrity is so like their pride is just even their ego is just insane to me I think it's I think this is definitely like this is a human issue it shouldn't be happening and I think it's frustrating because for someone like me and a lot of other people probably especially within the United States you sometimes feel like your hands are tied like you feel like you really just maybe not like it's hard to see like the impact that everyone makes so I think it is something that even as little as just like sharing things on social media and like making sure people are aware of it and I think the biggest thing is like not being so out of sight out of mind because I think a lot of people I think for someone like me who gets very like, like I'm an emotional person. Like, I feel like I'm very, if you care about people, like it can take a toll on you. And I think this is a, this is something that it's hard to even picture that it's happening, you know, like it's, it's hard to digest. And like, and I just think it's the least that we can do is like spread the word and at least educate ourselves on the issue. And And if you don't want to spread the word and you just feel like you don't want to get involved and you feel like, Oh, okay you know what, it's going on over there. It has nothing to do with me. No, be outraged. It has something to do with you when you're Mm -hmm. paying taxes to fund it. And that's where people, a lot of people's frustration is coming from as well. Mm -hmm. But you, you tell me when there's a stalemate and it's impossible to reach an agreement between both parties, what is your solution? And if you have a solution on the table, that's fair to both parties, there'll Mm -hmm. never be one, right? Because mm-hmm. Israel's not willing to give up and we're not willing to give up our, our land either. We have none right now. If you look mm-hmm. at a map of how Palestine was back in the day versus how it is now in just a few years, all of the land that they had occupied, and you're like, wow, that's crazy. They have mm-hmm. all this land and they don't have this. Land. Well, why don't they give them half, half? Okay, which half? And why? Mm-hmm. That's someone coming in here and telling the US, well, this half, the East and West, we're going to divide them. And you get this half, we want this half. Wait, why? What, what if I, I have family on that half or I want to go to that half or my religious synagogues on that half or my religious mosque is on that half. And, and why are you getting involved? So right now, everyone's frustration isn't just coming from, I just want to say first and foremost that I'm very proud of our generation. We are very woke compared to our parents' generation and our grandparents' generation. A lot of them are like, okay, this is my country. I have to back it up no matter what it says, right? A lot of people, you know, it happened with Trump and it happened with not even getting into political views, but like, oh, okay, well, whatever. It's the U.S. You don't like it. Go back to your country. Right. Oh, really? Let me in. <laughs> right. Let me in then. And then why don't you stay in your country? Mm-hmm. You're not bringing peace here. You didn't bring peace to Iraq. You didn't pre- bring peace to, to Syria. You didn't bring peace to anywhere in the Middle East. You mm-hmm. destroyed it. And then you went back to where you have your freedom. Right. And we're sitting here trying to gather money to, to buy bread mm-hmm. and to even have basic human rights. Mm-hmm. What makes that right in anyone, anyone who has any sympathy or empathy towards anything, right? right. We have, I've seen, you know what, what frustrates me and, and I love animals, right? Mm-hmm. And I know you do too. So mm-hmm. imagine I'm watching people, Americans and, and other people sending money and uh, to these GoFundMes for a, a, this 15 year old cat or dog that need a 
surgery and they're collecting hundreds of thousands of dollars. But the children dying in Gaza, we're trying to collect money for them to eat. And I'm not saying like, I'm not comparing them nor I'm saying, you know, but when we see it, when we see it and we know what's happening in our own land and our own, you know, country, we're like, wow, that poor dog, that poor cat, and I'm crying. Okay, you're crying for this cat or this dog, but you can't cry for a human, mm-hmm. a child. We all have kids. We all, we all have younger siblings. We all have grandparents. We all have, why isn't a 90 year old woman trying to fight these men with guns for her to stay in her own home? Mm-hmm. You know, so, so people should be outraged, not even be, don't forget the, what's going on there. Forget it. You're sitting here and you're sitting in your country with, with no universal health care, with homeless people, with, you know, drugs and all this stuff and, and corrupt government and, and corrupt jail systems, mm-hmm. but you're paying them. Mm-hmm. Keep your money, keep your money, invest in your own country. If you really care about the U S invest in it. Don't invest in the, in the genocide of, of a whole country. Don't do that. So yes, be outraged for yourself, if not for the Palestinian people as a U.S. You know, citizen or American. Yeah. And I'm, I'm yeah. American. I love, I love being here. You know, I'd much rather be here than there. Anybody would, right? How, me, myself, I ask myself every day, how do I help my own people? Mm-hmm. I can't even post something on Instagram without it getting taken down or on Facebook. I can't even go there to help them out. And what am I going to do to help them out? I can't get into Gaza. Mm-hmm. And if I get in, I'm going to kill. I can't get out of Gaza. We need to stop. We need to condemn Israel on their actions. And that's mm-hmm. where the U.S. needs to, if you're going to back up this country, at least let it be fair. At least give them basic human rights. That's all right. we ask for. And at least tell the truth. Tell mm-hmm. your people that their, gov- their U.S. tax dollars are going to a government that's killing children. And mm-hmm. tell them, yes, we condemn the killing of children. Both the U.S. and Israel say that. Why won't you say it? Why are you lying? Yeah, and I think it shouldn't even take the situation of having your tax dollars go to that and funding something that terrible. It shouldn't take someone to be outraged just by finding that information out alone. Like, like if you took all of that out, at the end of the day, this isn't okay, and that should... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that should be I, enough. Yeah. To I'm be- just saying for anyone who doesn't have the basic sympathy or empathy, like alone, right. alone like just alone, like yeah. a US citizen, if you don't care about what's going on in the Middle East, that's your, you know, that's your right. Do whatever you want. But right. if you care about basic, basic human rights and you care about your tax dollars and, mm-hmm. and you know, making your, your own country a better place to live, then you should care about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it does, it, this is everyone's problem now. And the U.S. made it everyone's problem. I just yeah. have ties to it because of my own background right. and my personal experiences. Right. And I think, you know, from all of this, for myself especially, like, I feel like there is a lot more that we can do as far as a community goes. Like, even if it is starting a petition, even if it is, like, creating an outline to send to our representatives, like, I would love to do, like, work you and I could like uh-huh. write that up and make sure that people actually have it like readily available to them. And I, I like, I'm so appreciative that you came on and I think it's great to have a perspective of someone who is Palestinian and someone who has their family there. And cause I, you know, for me, someone who has absolutely no ties to Palestine, it's hard to be able to grasp that information from someone who also doesn't have ties there. Uh-huh. I think it's, it's always like, it's always really beneficial and important to hear it from someone who like actually knows what they're talking about and has like a personal connection. Cause I think that 
like, I'm so sorry that this is even happening to your family and people that you know in Palestine. And I hope that, you know, that this is resolved. And I know that's speaking very loosely about it, but, uh, you know, I, I think there is a lot that we can do and we can contribute like as a community and people who actually care for basic human rights. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I could definitely share some protests that are going on. I could share some um, fundraisers that are going on. And then you can link that to your podcast. Or if anyone has any questions or just wants to talk about it, or even, you know, go back and forth, if they are pro-Israeli or or whatever the case is, Mm -hmm. you can definitely give them my information. I'm all for it. We can sit down, have a conversation. We're all adults here. And we just want Mm -hmm. peace in the world, if not just in the Middle East, just in the world. You know, I, I'm pretty sure there's other countries that are also, you know, where they have things that are going on that we don't know about because it's being mm-hmm. censored. But it, it's good to to be educated and to know that, you know, Israel just isn't just acting in self-defense. Right. If anything, we are. And it's the, like I said, the narrative is just being switched around. Yeah, definitely. We can work on that between you and I and then put it out there. And we'll definitely, we'll have all the resources um, will be on our link trees so you can find it on our Instagram. And then we'll definitely keep everyone posted and we'll, we'll be posting this this Friday. So at least people will have it then. But is there anything else that you feel people should know? Is there anything that you, you know, anything more that you want to talk about? I want to make sure that like you're yeah. able to speak your mind freely. Honestly, stay educated free Palestine and that's that's all I have to say because that's all that's all it is you know I if I do start talking about it it's going to get repetitive it's going to be the same thing like I said it's not a difficult issue call it Mm -hmm. as it is it's Palestinian genocide it's the ethnic cleansing of all Palestinians it's us looking for our basic human rights and being able to to move freely within our own land and Mm -hmm. to to have freedom of speech and being able to post whatever we want and and not having to wake up and worry about my kid walking to the store and getting shot in the head, you know, just because I felt like I saw him last week throw a stick or a stone at our tanks. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, it's ridiculous to me. And just spread the word and, and do your own research and, mm-hmm. and stay woke. Yeah. yeah and I feel like having like don't be afraid to have conversations with people like even like it's really great to have you know a platform like this and I think for me sometimes I'm like like I want to make sure that or I get things like as far as like the facts go I want to make sure that they're correct I want to make sure that we have open conversations about things that we might not know a lot about but I think having conversations with your friends with your family like even just having that back and forth like it it'll make it a lot easier to talk about. And I think, so I'm, I'm so happy that you did this because it's definitely something that I've been wanting to talk about. And I just have been, maybe not, I don't want to say nervous, but you know, I just, I want to make sure that I'm mindful of all the things that we talk about. And And, and it's a very sensitive subject to both mm -hmm. sides, right? Everyone's very prideful, nationalistic, all that stuff. So Mm -hmm. so that makes sense, but that's, that's also, you know, with all due respect, that's an issue. You know, people being too nervous or scared to speak up about the situation. And that's where I'm I'm saying that that would be very helpful if you're having a conversation with someone and you feel like you you hear something they say and it's like, okay, yeah, respect their their opinion and their perspective because you have to remember Mm -hmm. if they're not doing the extra research or actually been there to see it themselves that, you know, they just don't know any better. So let me educate you and you, just like I respected my, your opinion, you respect mine, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm saying, and I highly encourage that you bring somebody on the other side, I want to say to, to speak about it. And then mm-hmm. everyone makes their own. That's how highly I think of the situation. Maybe that's not the right word as in 
I already know that there is going to be no answers on their end or no statistics on their end. That's going mm-hmm. to be, that's going to justify their actions right? That, to why they're doing this. So, well, you know, then there's a lot of videos circulating the internet about, about the actual settlements going on. Right. So the people mm-hmm. that are walking into their homes and there was this one guy, um, Jacob Yakub, he's actually from Long Island, New York. Mm-hmm. Right. This guy's not even born in Israel. Right. They have all these, these, um, these things where, oh, okay, the, the trip where if you're Israeli or your family is Israeli, you can, we pay for your trip, you come here. They're trying to build this, this state of just Jewish people. They don't even care if you're actual Israeli. And he's walking in and, and she, the Palestinian woman's like, you in Sheikh Jarrah, the one that, that's going on now. And mm-hmm. hey, what, like, this is my house. You need to leave. And she's being really respectful of a guy who's trying to take her house. Right. And he's like, well, if I don't take it, someone else will. Like, what do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Like, uh, we just we just have to and they said what make, gives you the right to come in and take this oh well you know the the government said that we can take whatever we want we need to make sure this is a mostly jewish land so i'm gonna mm-hmm. do it and if they don't like it i don't know what to tell you because if i leave someone else will be here and i want it right what what are you talking about what mm-hmm. are you talking about get yeah. out of my house literally get out of my house you know so yeah so those videos, you know, showing them to your friends, showing them to your family and just circulating, you know, circulating it around social media, as long as one person can see it and, and spread the word or save it and then repost, whatever the case is, just call them out on it, you know, let mm-hmm. them, let them see it and call them out on the Israeli BS that's going on back home mm-hmm. and give them another perspective. They don't have to do anything about it if they don't want to, but at least they know. Yeah. They know, at least we're having now a voice and it's mm-hmm. not just being, you know, uh, censored. Yeah. And, hey, no, you, you know, you can't say that. What do you mean you can't say that? This is, you know, freedom of speech, right? This is America. Yeah. Let me say what I have to say. Just because you don't agree with it doesn't mean, you know, I can't say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I think, again, like, I'm very appreciative of you coming on and talking about it and your personal experience with it. And I think we will definitely provide all the resources that we can and we'll try to continue this conversation and kind of keep up with what's going on in Israel and Palestine and making sure that we give a voice to those people like Hekma who have been doing this for years and being advocates for Palestine and I think you know be supportive of your friends who are Palestinian or have close ties to Palestine I think you know, being supportive is really important. So I love you, Hekma. I love you too. Thank you so much for having me on here. And, you know, I, I really appreciate the the platform and being able to speak. And like I said, if anybody has any questions or comments or just want to talk about the situation or, and, or tell me their perspective on it, I'm 1000% down. So you guys can have my personal information if you'd like. You can reach out to Rachel for it. I don't mind. Um, but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll tag your, your Instagram when we awesome. post this. So awesome. um, everyone will be able to contact ECMO if you want to, but thanks again. And I'll, um, we'll be posting it on Friday. And if you have any questions, reach out to Heck Thank you. Thanks.